Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Tony Dudzik, Pick Guardian. Jared Brandon, Brandon Wound. Hey, everybody, this is me, Todd. No. <laughs> We are so thrilled that you are listening to our show right now. Sorry to cut you off. That's Jared Brandon. Wow. Brandon Wound Pickup. Hey. I just added one that's throw I was being nice. ridiculous. I, I deserved it. Uh, we're in for a great show. We're thrilled to be sitting here, hanging out with each other. We we do enjoy this quite a bit. Hey, um, we, I'm look, looking at Tony's crazy... We got, we got somebody in the, in the, in well, the I'm studio. Getting there. I'm getting there. Stop, Tony, stop making I'm fun of my shirt. shirt. He's got a crazy why wine shirt. Make, and those you... two hibiscus are very strategically placed, <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, Tony, what do we do on the show? I'm not telling you because <laughs> you made fun of my what shirt. What are we doing on the show? We make fun of Tony's shirt. Uh, Tony, what else do we do on the show? Well, we like to, we, we, we talk about gear yep. an awful lot. Yep. Uh, guitars, amps, pedals, pedal boards, mm-hmm. pick up some pick guards, pickups, uh, all the things, that all those target. things, people that, 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 that make them. We like to talk to those I think people. The guest that's actually sitting here is probably getting saying, get on with it. Uh, who's really? sitting in the chair next to me? Who is that? I'm John Esterly with rare buzz effects right here in Columbus, Ohio. All right. John was kind enough to jump in this, the, the hot seat today. We called him up and said, Hey, come on down. And the funny thing is <laughs> he just told us, he goes, uh, we said, so this is what we're going to do. And he's like, Oh, I didn't know I was coming in for the show. <laughs> <laughs> he just thought he was coming down to drop off a couple of pedals. Ah, so surprise, uh, surprise. Yes. <laughs> the doors are locked. He can't escape. <laughs> yes. Uh, if you have a moment, you want to head on over to Instagram. Where can they find you? So you can find me on all the socials at at rare buzzer and you can find me at www.rarebuzzer.com on your phone like Jared's that he yeah. just dropped on the table. Yeah. yeah. So uh, <laughs> go out and do that while we're having a chatty poo here and you can see the, the work that he's doing. Uh, but not if you're driving. No, but not, not if you're driving. John's been a great supporter of our show. We appreciate that. For real, thank you very much. Yep. It's great having people like you out there communicating with us too. You are uh, active on the communication things, the devices and such. So we're going to talk to him about his pedals and his guitar background and Lottie Dottie and all that business. Uh, we but gotta, first. Yes, but first, we've got a couple uh, things. We want to thank who, Tony? Root Microphones. All right. Did you guys rehearse that or? Yes. All right. And the Roadcaster Pro. The Roadcaster Pro. What's wrong? With the yeah. Try not to cough. The, Road, yeah, the Roadcaster, Roadcaster Pro. Pro. Yes. This beauty, this machine, this lovely device brings our horrible voices to you on a weekly basis. Speak and we're for grateful for Road for providing this to us. If you are interested in podcasting yourself, this is a great place to start. If you are just hoping to record your sounds in your room or your living room or your basement or wherever that may be. Yes. Hopefully not in a van down by the river. Mm. This is a great machine for that as well. We also, I would leave. We would call it a game changer. Yes, you just did. Oh, and then we've got our fabulous Procaster mics, which we love dearly. Yes. What's the best thing about them, though? John, what's the best thing about these? Well, they really do articulate. I was amazed when I got here and found it to be the truth. It is true. Articulating arms. Japanese robot from from Domo Origato. That's a good thing. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, um, also I want to. So here's the thing. One of my favorite guitar players. In the whole wide world. Me? Joel Patterson. 
Oh, yes. Just released an album. He redid the Beatles in instrumental. And it is, I cannot wait to hear this. He is absolutely one of my favorite guitarists to listen to because it's all instrumental and he is so talented. Yes, I saw him out. He's out uh, of Chicago. Yeah, I know. Plays all the time out in Chicago. If you are in Chicago, you must do what you can to catch Joel Patterson. Anyways, so he did a little pre-sale on his album that he's releasing, and I got two of them. One for me. One for me. And one for our Patreon listeners, and I'm going to give it away to them. Ooh. Wow. Yep. yep. I'm excited about that. How do I become a patron? Well, we're going to tell you at the end, <laughs> lengthily, um, but for right now, you can go to patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs. Yeah, check and, it out. And do it. We also have a message that I wanted to share uh, based on something that, that we just discussed, actually, our Would You Rather. It was great. Jonathan Jerusik, a longtime supporter of our show and uh, a, yes. a, friend, a, a good friend of ours, sent a note to us after hearing this lovely would you rather it was one of our favorites actually and i i think i i remember getting a little bit like i was like wow man this is like hitting my heart you right were now. Ver- verklempt so he says hey buddy great show uh i've been having a few bad days at work and had some situations bad situations out of work luckily everyone is okay just a hard time and your show really helped me relax and just mellow out also the would you rather question kind of hit home I actually broke my wrist in 2006, and for two months, I couldn't play guitar. Then when I got the cast off, it hurt and felt like I needed to uh, semi-relearn how to use my strumming hand. I can say it wasn't easy, but I'm back to where I was. And second, I had an old friend whose older brother who was like an older brother to me who had inspired us to uh, bike and play guitar. Uh, Anyways, he got in a BMX race accident and got amnesia from the accident. He forgot a lot. So he was a 16-year-old reborn in a way. That's pretty heavy. I remember he actually had no clue what a guitar was. But surprisingly, he remembered how to play the guitar. So he picked it up and it clicked right away. Super weird. But I thought you would like to know that when you said it made you feel sad the same way. So there is hope. Yeah. Uh, music is... Uh, hope springs eternal. Yes. All those things. So thank you so much, uh, Jonathan, for sending that to us. I, I read that uh, and I was like, wow, you know, you didn't have to share that, but you did. And I really appreciate that. And I encourage others to, yeah. uh, to do that as well. We love hearing those kind of stories. Yeah, that was really nice. Gentlemen, let's talk about what happened in our guitar world this week. Tony. <laughs> I, I actually came up with one that uh, that I was really pleasantly surprised with. Um, I was kind of flipping through uh, Amazon Prime Video, mm-hmm. and uh, there were a couple of documentaries that I wanted to watch. They have some really good ones. That's about the only place you can find those yeah. good rock documentaries. Well, this one was one called Beside Bowie, the Mick Ronson yes. story. Uh, yes. So good. And so So good. sad. And so sad. I, I had no idea. I mean, I knew Mick was always a phenomenal guitar player. Yeah. Uh, the stuff he did with Bowie and then with Lou Reed and, you know, others down the pike. Um, he actually produced the one of the last Morrissey albums, too. Yes. I, that was one of his last uh, projects. Uh, so sad. But um, I didn't realize what a genius he really was. Apparently he, after somebody showed him how to actually chart the entire band, yeah. he charted all of Bowie's stuff, 
uh, came up with the string sections and different things like that. And all these people that are on this documentary were saying, I mean, he's just incredible. Rick yeah. Wakeman was He saying, really was like the guy behind all that music. I mean, totally. Totally. I mean, I think that you know, Bowie might have even taken kind of a backseat to some of the, you know, the the minutia stuff when it came to the albums. And that was that was Mick. So and, and unfortunately, his one of his only missteps, because uh, he could have had a brilliant career in producing or even scoring films, things like that, is somebody at the record company talked him in that it's now your turn, Mick. Yeah. And, you know, anybody that's familiar with some of his solo work. Yeah, it's doesn't stick stand up to right. Yeah, it's it's not the greatest. He's, he's it's still a great cool. second man. Yes, he's, you know he just couldn't fill in the shoes of of the lead guy. Right, and yeah. uh, and and that was but but it's a, if you if you have a chance, I I think it was still free last time I watched it, and it's it's well worth watching. I agree. I Beside agree Bowie, that. the Mick Ronson yep. story. It's also interesting to hear. There's another. Uh, Bowie um, feature on Prime that is all the other guys that were in the band <laughs> <laughs> that uh, are all, all, they're echoing it. It's a totally different thing, but they're basically saying like, "Yeah, we made all the music and didn't get paid a dime." <laughs> exactly. Like, Ooh, dang. Ooh, but it's also it is very interesting. And even though that happened, you you kind of get the impression that they didn't. They're not. Uh, it's not it's not like they're so mad that they don't appreciate what happened. You know, they're like we we toured the world, we blew up the world with music. Like uh, totally. But anyhow, yes, agree. Go see that. John, how about you? Well, like I mentioned very briefly, yep. I got a new guitar this week. What is it? Well, let me answer that with a story. Okay. So in the process of developing the cranberry, which I'm sure we'll talk about later. Um, I decided I needed a crummy guitar with cheap, horrible pickups. <laughs> and Jared, you were out of town. Ah, <laughs> oh, so he's been here five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a Squire Telecaster. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I got it on sale and proceeded to fall in love with that guitar. So I always told myself if I could come up with a good deal on a real Telecaster or T-style guitar, I'd jump on it for home. Well, fast forward to last week, and I get these emails every day from a major guitar retailer, mm-hmm. and they had a GNL T-style guitar oh, yeah. on ridiculous sale. Oh, is that the stupid uh, deal oh, of the day? Oh, yeah, stupid yeah. And, and I thought about that. I even deleted the email. And then went back into the trash and said, nope, nope, here it is. So, yep. Oh, how many times have we done that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I snapped that up. And uh, Tony, you'll be happy to know you no longer need to create a pick guard for a Godin radiator, which you and I had talked about. Oh, via email. yeah. Because yeah. I'm uh, going to have to sell the Godin to, to fund out the, uh, the GNL. But uh, that came uh, earlier this week. I dropped it off uh, at a friend of mine and had it set up and picked it up. And I've had it at home now for about three or four days and just absolutely love it. Yeah. It's everything I loved about the Squire, but it doesn't sound like garbage when you plug it into right. an amplifier. Well, that's, that's is it one of the tribute series. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So even though they're, those are, um, uh, they're made overseas, they still use American componentry in them, especially the pickups. And I think that's the difference that you're hearing. Yeah. I've seen 
the pickup department there. I've, I've seen the whole GNL plant um, a few years ago uh, in California, and uh, I was really, really impressed. Not only with that, but the their finishing too is is uh, second to none. It's the the fit and finish on this guitar is as good as anything I've seen yeah. out of you know the the true Fender Telecaster line. Um, so I'm what, absolutely thrilled. What color with is it? it? Uh, it's white on white. Okay. Okay. I had I had no choice of the color, but fortunately, it was probably in my top three if I were to go pick one off the shelf. So. Maple or rosewood neck? Maple neck. Uh-huh. Well, in twenty years, it'll be off white. Yeah, so. yeah. Did GNL make rosewood necks? I don't know that I've ever yeah. seen a GNL rosewood. Yeah. yeah, I knew that. I know yeah. I've seen them. Yeah, I've yeah seen of course them. you've seen them. Yeah. GNL. Yeah. Well, when you're yeah. ready, let me. We'll uh, we'll fix you up with a pick guard on that yeah. one. I, I'm thinking if I were to replace the pick guard, I'd probably go with a tortoise. Tortoise always looks good with that, but I've yeah. got some really cool brown shell stuff Ooh. that would look yeah, really nice. And, and someday I am going to need pickups for it. I I kind of want to outgrow the pickups that are in it before sure. I get the real stuff. Are those the stock telly like telly style pickups yeah. or the the MFDs? No, okay. no, they're just yeah, they're just made the right stock. there in the shop. They don't source out for their pickups. They make the pickups there. Yeah. So I think. So you may not need pickups. Well, and and, and to be fair, what's in it is they're great. Yeah. They're They're really good design. There you go. All right. All you need is a pick guard. (laughs) (laughs) Tony or Jared. (laughs) Jared. Uh, So there I was. (laughs) This gold top that I retrieved that I bought Uh years and years ago. I sense regret. No, I'm not <laughs> regretting, but it wasn't as advertised. No, it, it it's awesome. Keep, I'm glad keep I have guessing it back. things he can say no to. Is it they changed out the pickups and they're no, no longer your no, pickups? No, I actually, my buddy who owned the guitar for many years, I actually built another set for that guitar. You took off the goof rings. No, and there they was, sound. Let awesome. we let him I'm say keeping it. Keeping them there. <laughs> no, um, I couldn't get by the fact that it was refinished one time. And years ago when I I had gotten it, I found out it wasn't the original finish and I was I was in my early twenties, I was a, a dumbo, and I just took a razor blade and scraped off all the secondary and they just sprayed it right over the original. They primered over the original fit gold finish mm. and I scraped it down to try to get but there's little spots where the lacquer had whatever deteriorated or whatever yeah, yeah. Or there's still lacquer spots and it just got on my nerve i couldn't take it anymore so i'm having it refinished <sighs> but you know well Wait, how i mean you? it's already been What's it gonna, yeah it's already been tainted you may as well just you know taint it again just, just dip it in a big old no it'll look good what are you gonna wait a minute same color speedboat purple I wish. No, you're going to go gold top. It's gold top, and they're only going to refinish the the top, not the rest of the body. So all the old, you know, check mark and the the checking and all that, that's still going to remain original. It's just the the, the top only. Was the top the only part that was refinished? Top was the only part that was Uh, refinished at one time. Okay. Well, yeah. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. I mean, it'll, and they'll re-age it too, and it'll look good. Yep. So. All right. I'm happy about that. That's good. Yeah. What uh, are the now? Are those covered or uncovered pickups? Oh, they're cut. They're, they're, they're mini minis. humbuckers, so they minis. have to. Be ah, yeah, those were not. It's a, it's a deluxe. So the minis were mounted in the P90 covers that are cut out. Yeah, for, mm. for yep. couple of screws. Right. They are not designed to be uncovered. 
Gotcha. The only thing even close to that that's designed to be uncovered that is that size is a Seymour Duncan Lil 59. I'm glad you didn't say something else. Okay. All right. <laughs> Tony's trying to replay what I just said. He's like, oh, wait a minute. That was that was good. How about you, Todd? Well, What's going on in your musical work week? Uh, there was a, there's been a lot going on in my actual music work week, um, but some of that I think I'm going to say. But one thing that uh, did happen in music work week of land is uh, we got these really cool um, guitar knobs keychains made ah. out of PCB. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to give a big shout to Jordan Clayton of Pine Box Customs because mm. he helped me uh, uh, get those in, in motion uh, and, and also for my band, too. So I got uh, little cool ones for my band. You can check. Well, no, I'm not going to plug my band. He's dreamy. Yeah, super. <laughs> can, can you put components on the keychains to make no. a working pedal? You can. No, no. <laughs> I got a set of pickups going out to him. Fantastic. Yep. Yeah, and he helped Jared get some uh, Brandon keychains too. Yeah. Uh, what? Did he hates Pick Guardian? Well, no. Why does he hate me? He doesn't. He I don't doesn't. know, but I gave him a bunch of extra stickers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyways, uh, thanks, uh, big giant thanks to Jordan for hooking us up with that. And we'll have those keychains out at our shows. We'll um, talk, Jordan. Not going to, yeah, <laughs> not going to do mailings uh, of those, but um uh, they'll, they'll probably be included in, in new patrons and stuff, and who knows. You can put can. keys on them. The keys I, yeah. to our hearts. Yes, they already are. All right. One, two, one, two, three. Four on the floor. Okay, John Esterly, rare buzzer effects. What's your four on the floor? Well, you just brought them up, so I'll keep, I'll keep the ball rolling. My okay. number one on the four on the floor would be the Tursus from Pine Box Customs. Ah, ah. yes. I think you guys just got a box of Pine Box Customs pedals. That's correct. So you've, you've all had the Tursus opportunity. Is really good. I, yes. I really enjoy that pedal. Um, I got mine, kind of an odd story. Uh, Jordan needed some capacitors, and I had a whole lot of capacitors, so I mailed them to him. And as a thank you, he sent me a Tursus. Oh, nice. Brilliant. So as a thank you for that, I sent him a cranberry because, you know, that's just how we operate around sure. here. But uh, fell in love with the pedal. Um, it's one of those where I plugged it in, and the first time I strummed a chord, I thought, you know, expletive. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, I wish I had come up with this. It just, the way it shapes the tone, it's beautiful. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. I found joy in the Pine Box stuff because when I'm pairing it with other things, that's where I like really locked onto it. So what were you playing through? I was playing through my home rig, which at the time was the, uh, the Golden Radiator, and then just straight into the Tursus. And then I have a very economical tube amp at home. Okay. Um, and uh, just, you know, that combination of three things, it just warmed up the guitar tone and really gave it a nice, you know, I, I like to listen the first time I play a pedal, listen to it on its own and kind of figure out what it's doing. That particular pedal, the knobs are not labeled, as right. many of Jordan's are not. So it took me a minute to kind of figure out what was doing what. And uh, I he have thinks that's really funny. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he also thinks it competes with his art. <laughs> yes, that's true. I, I, I appreciate that. He, he's not wrong. His art is very unique. Yeah, it's great. I like it. Um, but uh, it took me a while to kind of figure out what everything was doing. And then I realized that he had included instructions. So had I 
been more astute, I probably could have <laughs> <laughs> figured, ah, figured it out right away. Yeah, who needs that? Yeah. Nonsense. Um, so cool. yeah, just absolutely love it. And uh, it's it's one of the only pedals, sorry everybody else, that I keep at home. Just about everything nice. else is at the studio. So Yeah, right on, man. Excellent. All right, what's number two? Number two, I'm, I'm going to give a, another shout out to a fellow builder. I've got a no, no. Yes. From uh, Mask Audio Electronics, Alec, up there in Michigan. And uh, I have, I don't know what you would call it, Maybe so you got like one of the first no's then. Well, I have the prototype. Mine is, let's call it an unauthorized no. Okay. Alex sent me a bill of materials and a circuit board. So I was able to kind of build one on my uh-huh. own. So uh-huh. I, I can't guarantee that component wise, mine is exactly what yours is. Right. But, uh, well, I, he just, he's got it back now. He just lent it to us. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But uh, that's another one. And in fact, I've only had that together for maybe five days now. So I oh, haven't had a whole lot of time to get real deep into it. But just the the octaves and the noise and what it does is is pretty slick. It's a pretty fun little pedal. It is. It's very unassuming. Well, and, you know, two knobs and a switch. You don't, there's not a whole lot of expectation there. But what it actually does to your signal as it's going through is, is pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah. So. Yeah, especially when you start messing around with like uh, different tone, uh, different tones, different pickups, rolling right. off your tone, rolling off your volume and stuff. It's it gets pretty fun. Absolutely. Uh, now, did that that didn't replace anything? No, no. And in fact, I haven't even gotten that one home yet. Sorry, Alec. Um, it's I've only played it through the studio equipment, and we'll talk a little bit more about how how poor that is. So I, 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 I hope to get it home and really get a chance to, you know, turn the, turn the volume up and hear what it actually does on a, on a real amp and a real guitar. Good. Well, and you just got one. So there you exactly. go. Perfect. Exactly. How about number three? Number three, former guest, Kevin Schoen. Yeah. A dear, dear friend of mine. Schoenswood. Schoenswood. I've got one of the very early dual grub drive. Doesn't even have a serial number on it. And it's the one, if you guys follow his uh, Instagram account, it's the one that's got the um, matching wooden knobs. Mm -hmm. So it's got the four matching skateboard knobs and then obviously the skateboard pedal. It sounds lovely. And you've got two of something sounding lovely, but it could not do anything. And it's just an absolute piece of art. It really is. They're beautiful. Yeah. They're so fun to, to look at. His, his work stuff. is just amazing. He puts a lot of time into every pedal. For those of you that are considering purchasing one, he spends two or three weeks building each one of these. So it's not something where he's just throwing parts together and, and stamping something on the enclosure like a lot of the rest of us are. He's, I mean, he builds these from scratch by hand from... Use old skateboard yeah. decks, and yeah. and they they're just they're beautiful. And that, he's very choiceful too. too. Yeah, that was a great one. Sorry, uh, he, he he's very choiceful about the 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 pieces that he uses. So he, so he tries to make sure that at least the face of it has some kind of you know the, the graphic on a skateboard is represented. And he's been so creative with some of those. He's he's got one, and I think it's another grub that. The, the art on the skateboard deck is a car, and he's got two LEDs for when it turns on, and they're the headlights of the car. And it kind of wraps around the side of the pedal. Oh, it's cool. just, it's, it's about the neatest thing I've ever seen. If I didn't already have the one I had, sure. I'd, I'd probably 
be showing it to you in, in yeah. person here. So. Very creative, very creative fellow, and uh, and a, a pretty good musician too. He's, yes, he's had some yes. Great stuff. Uh, all right, we're three for three. Are you going to make this four for four? Or? Well, number four, uh, I'm going to give a shout out to another fellow builder, um, Aisha Lowe. She's out in California now, recent transplant to the West Coast. And I have one Aisha of her- Aisha Lowe. Aisha Lowe, okay. Lowe Sounds. Um, and I have one of her Atari fuzzes. And what Aisha does is she takes an old Atari controller, like mm-hmm. we all had when yeah. we were kids- yeah, yeah. And, and I still she, have mine, by the way, the whole set. And she builds a fuzz into that controller. So, yeah, I mean, think of how that looks on your pedal board. And with, with the joystick and everything? With the joystick and everything. <laughs> and it, it just, it, and I don't know the one that I got, how it's tuned, but it sounds like butter. I mean, it is just, it, it's another one that I keep at home and it just, whew. That's cool. Yeah. What's the yeah. sound profile on it? Uh, that This one is a fuzz, and it's a germanium fuzz, uh, so it's got kind of the warmer grit to it. Um, in fact, she had built three or four of them and posted one on Instagram, and I said, I want one, and I want that one, because right. that's what, and, and just something about the way that one works, it, it sounds beautiful. Excellent. Is it like uh, creamy or super Velcro-y or... It really kind of depends on where you got the knobs. Well, I mean, it, <laughs> or the it, stick. Right, right. It it, can are do, there it, knobs on it, or is it just the stick? No, it's in the, the stick is not functional. So ah. it's, it, uh, I was going to say, oh, it was no. a turning ah. thing. Uh, no, no, it's <laughs> that just, would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, it's got knobs. Uh, <laughs> On the top of the pedal that right. you would use to, okay. to adjust things. I, I, have, I have a pedal challenge for a builder out there. If you can find an old Intellivision oh console my and use one of the Intellivision oh my. controls to make a pedal, you, had, you yeah. win. You yeah. win. Those you had got, to put the thing in there. It's got the twisty there. bit and it's got the keypad on it and everything. Yeah. You had to put different keypad things yeah. in there for according to what game you were playing. Now, what yeah. would you want this pedal to do? <laughs> or to, it doesn't know. matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't just matter. make a pedal. It's just <laughs> cool. It's like, it's in television. <laughs> just put just a, re, rehouse a tuner. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. You know, so, uh, all right. So that's a new one. I'm not familiar with, uh, now, and it's called Low Sounds. Low Sounds. Low Sounds. Is it L-O-E? L-O-E. L-O-E. Ah. Sounds. All right. She's on Instagram. And I think that's does she make other pedals? She does, she does, and uh, her stuff is very eclectic, both in circuit design and in graphic content. That's so, cool. I like yeah, that. They're they're all unique. Um, a lot of her stuff is repurposed. Uh, I've talked with her, and one of her biggest sources of parts is the trash bin. So she'll, <laughs> yeah, you know, she'll <laughs> she'll loot uh, through electronic supply houses and find, you know, a bag of fifty knobs that they pulled off of something. I've I've wow. even asked her, like, I love those knobs. Where'd you get them? I found them in a garbage can. Yeah. Wow. Like, well, I guess I can't get those knobs. Can I? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's mighty cool. So that's four uh, on the floor. And <laughs> yeah, no, there's not going to be a fifth. There's one. not a fifth one. But um, shout out to. Uh, Pine box and Pine box. to mask and to Shoney. Yeah. Sh- 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 <laughs> Shoney's. Let me, let me do that again. Hang on. <laughs> shout out to Pine box and shout out to mask electronics and to Shoneswood for, uh, if, if you, if you don't know who those people are, if you're new to the show and you're like, who are these people they keep talking about? Go check out our website 
or Spotify yeah. or iTunes, iTunes or Google Play or iHeartRadio, and you will see the people that we're referencing. We did whole shows with them. It's fantastic. Nice. Uh, and while you're doing that, I will say, uh, hopefully, you're, you're maybe you're messing around with Instagram right now, and probably later you for sure will be because Instagram is, is uh, where much of our guitar world lies. When you see our posts, just do me a solid and just hit follow. Let's one, get those one, follows up. One little push understand. of the index finger. Yeah, it's, you, you, we're, you know, you're following all kinds of the other crazy stuff out there. Give us a follow. Help us out. All right. Please follow us. Please. Thank you. All <laughs> right. Let's get on with some interview stuff. Sure. John Esterly, Rare Buzzer. How did you get that name? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of figured that question would come up. And I hope I had a better answer than I did. Yeah, but, it's probably uh, going to be boring. Let's move it, it really No, is. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on, tell us. So I used to do, before I did this, um, I did music blogging. And that was kind of the handle that I used when I was music blogging. This would have been like 2014 into 15. And uh, really, at the time, I was interested in something that had to do with bees. And that's kind of where it came from. You. Oh, okay. So actual bees. With, the actual with bees. Wings. Not, yeah. the, not yeah. the letter B. Not the letter B. Okay. Yeah. Bees gotcha. as in producers of honey and other. Okay. So, so you were a beekeeper. Bee enthusiast. So you were a bee enthusiast. <laughs> How many times were you stung? Enough to not be a beekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that was a problem if you didn't have the suit. Were you uh, wearing the suit? I wasn't wearing the suit. Well, there yeah, you go. That's, that's kind of like what that's that's Let, beekeeping one hundred and one. Exactly. Right, right. First rule is wear, <laughs> wear the, the suit. <laughs> yeah, I like the big giant bees that oh. don't sting you. Are they carpenter bees? The big giant. Oh, ones. the black the, ones the, or the, the uh, bumblebees. Yeah, the big giant bumblebee. I get those in my yeah, yard. They, they my like flowers. To, they like to bore into wood and stuff. Those are the carpenter bees. Well, the yeah. big black ones. No, the big yellow and black. They're ones. yellow and black. The big fuzzy ones. You know, On this week's about? bee yeah. podcast. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> I love those bees. We're going deep. I don't know what the actual scientific term for a bee is. Well, that's you know, a bumblebee. You, know, you must know. Well, I, you know, I don't. I wish what? I did. You weren't very. He didn't even have the suit. Why are you asking him? <laughs> they scared me away. Uh, okay, so that's an interesting. That's that's cool. That's a good little. Yeah, and weird you know, one thing. of these days I'll come up with a you know a a cooler origin story than that. Uh, I'll stick with that one. It's fun. I yeah. like it. Yeah. It's official now. We just recorded. We're right. It. Yeah. Too bad. <laughs> I'll get uh, the tapes. And then so. You went. You, you, I know that you've dipped into a lot of crazy things. Something that we were just talking about before the show. What is your current occupation? I am a locomotive engineer. And before everybody gets too excited, I'm not the designy kind. I'm the drivey kind. Right. So now you can get excited. Is it a stick? Is it a stick or a wheel? What is that? Uh, it is a stick. We have. We control the throttle and the brakes. You know, obviously, there's not a whole lot of steering because the track takes care of that for us. Right. Hopefully, not a lot of steering. <laughs> turn left! Turn left! I can't! Right. So, basically, forward, backward. Forward and backward. Right. Yep. That's pretty cool. Go and stop. And how long have you been doing that? Uh, I've been in this occupation for about 10 years now. That's so... Like... I just got asked. Like, I'm fascinated with like what what people do when I'm. I don't know about you guys. When I'm driving around or I see people walking around, I'm like, I wonder what that person does. I wonder <laughs> what that person. And then if you go into an area, you're like, what the hell do people out here do? You know, that happens a lot, especially if you're in Ohio. Um, and uh, let's see here. How did you fall into that? So I'm married into it. 
Uh, my wife's family, as best we can figure, were at least the fourth generation to do this. Um, so I did automotive for about 10 years, which seems to be kind of a running theme among pedal builders. There's a lot of us that were in automotive or are in automotive sure. repair. Hmm. I, I used to work at a, a vintage Porsche restoration shop. No kidding. But I don't build pedals. I mean, I can't, you know, you do, do really. enough. So I uh, spent 10 years in automotive, um, met my wife at a wedding in 2004, and uh, then in 2011 transitioned over onto the railroad industry. So um, again, spent a lot of years listening to them talk about it at holidays and thought, boy, that'd be a great idea. And, and nervous <laughs> smile. <laughs> you don't have to answer that. Yeah. Did you get the hat though? You got a hat, right? I, I have a hat. Yeah. 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 That's fun. I is, I was, we got a train kind of like kind of cruises pretty, you know, close enough to our house to where we like it, but we're not like, Oh my gosh, this is the worst thing ever. Get us out of here. It's like our buddy when it comes by we're like, Hey, there's our, there's our pal, the train. Do you have to go out there with like the big oil can, like the old days? No, no. Uh, they, they pretty much take care of that stuff where's on their the own. Fun no. I that. know. I know. I mean, that's, that was, it's a big, you ever seen those things? They're, they're like sure. giant things with this giant spout and they used to pour them into the little, back when I was a kid, yeah, we would, your, we'd go down the train tracks. When your hoop and yeah, your stick <laughs> made it to the train tracks. Now, uh, uh, one last question. Sure. Is there an actual problem with people putting pennies on railroad tracks? Hmm. Especially Paul McCartney. I would say. Then you Anyways, see that? Stop. Okay, we'll go back to that. Go ahead. Uh, Answer I, the question. Put it, wait, putting Paul McCartney yeah, on the railroad don't put tracks? Paul McCartney no, on the railroad there, tracks. there was all kinds of things. Paul McCartney was putting uh, he's a, he's, pennies on he's a national treasure, and yeah. and he uses the smashed pennies as picks. No kidding. Yeah, hmm. it would spin. It, the, I didn't know that. Go to the Facebook. I uh, can't believe everything on there. Uh, Go ahead. It's I would true. say the appropriate answer to that is for you to get close enough to the railroad tracks to do that, you'd be trespassing. However, well, even if you're crossing the a, road, a 435,000 pound locomotive is probably not going to take much damage from a four gram penny. <laughs> We're sorry for this digression. <laughs> it's just not every day we meet a person who drives a train. Uh, so hopefully you're just, I really hope you're still listening. Um, <laughs> they are what, still what listening. The they're they're riveted. Cool. What's the difference between an engineer and a conductor? Because we didn't know what to call you. That's a great John. question. The engineer is the one who is physically driving the train. The conductor is the one who does all of the other things associated with moving a train from point A to point B. So it's like rally car, except really slow. Right. Okay. And does so, he punch the tickets, too? He does. Oh he does. Okay, that's enough. We're done on the train podcast. You can go check that out. Oh, my gosh. It was dreadful. Now, back to your pedal building sure. and all that business. Um, so... You've dipped into a lot of professions and stuff. Uh, you got into pedal building, I'm sure, as a hobby probably to start with, or did you say, no, that's my new career? Well, I I think the, the genesis of the pedal building, I might be a little different than some of the other folks out here. Um, I picked up my guitar for the first time in 2014. I've always been musical. I was in the marching band in high school, um, You know, played several instruments growing up. Uh, but never really got into guitar. So later in life, picked up a guitar and then went to buy my first pedal. And I'm like, good Lord, these things are expensive. Mm -hmm. um, I've done a lot of electronics. I've, my very first job was as an electronics repair person back when we had those things. Mm -hmm. um, 
So I thought, you know, let me do some digging, found some schematics. And I thought, man, this is something I could do. And then you start looking at the economies of scale and you think, man, if I built 50 of these things, that one that I want, you know, significantly less expensive. And then you end up with 50 of them. Mm-hmm. So I think where I started, where a lot of people start by building one or two, I kind of started at scale. Oh, um, wow. Which everybody's free to do their own thing, sure. but I would not recommend that. What was, what was the genesis behind doing that? Um, again, it was just the kind of thought that I could, you know, if I built 50 of these things, I can build them for much less than if I only built one or two. True. Um, so I looked at building 50 of them, which is a great idea. If 50 of them work, and uh, I think now would probably be a good time to digress into the Cranberry version one fiasco. Okay. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. So Cranberry version one, you guys have version two, which is a fairly, I'm not going to use the T word, a fairly unassuming drive, transparent. Okay. Um, but its original life was as a fuzz pedal. So I had a fuzz design. Tested it at my studio. Yeah, because you called it the Cranberry Fuzz. Right, right, right. And it sounded great through the equipment that I had. So I thought, awesome. Ordered parts to make 50 and started sending them out into the world. And as more people tried them with more combinations of guitar, amp, and other pedals, it turned into an absolute catastrophe. Oh, no. Um. There was a a pretty substantial noise built into the circuit, and depending on what rig you were using, particularly single coils into a Marshall amp, for whatever reason, that combination was just uh, everything horrible that that pedal did. Especially if it was from a Strat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What about Jimi Hendrix? Yeah, anyways, I don't don't think he used a cranberry. No. So... Uh, with with the cranberry, I kind of went back to the drawing board. I stopped production, but of course, at this point, I've got parts to make fifty of these things. Um, the enclosure is the most expensive single part of most pedals, so my plan was let's build something, let's build a circuit that'll fit in what I've already got existing sure. without having to modify the enclosures. So, started playing around on a breadboard, and thirteen months later. We ended up with what you have in your hand there, which is Tony, the cranberry which is the drive. cranberry drive, the version two. Okay, um, almost all of them that went out into the world as fuzzes have come back and been rebuilt as drives. So if you do, hey people, if you come across a cranberry fuzz that's still a fuzz, you might want to hold on to that. That's my that might be worth something. <laughs> yep, I could get exact numbers, but I think there are only four or five left that are the the original fuzz circuit. And and again, depending on your setup, they they can sound wonderful. Yeah. Um, but just for whatever reason, it uh, I would say about fifty percent of the time, it it did not play yeah. well. Um, so that's where I so started. It's, it's the it's the meat album from the Beatles of the pedal world. That's right. Okay. That's right. <laughs> so. Uh, that's, that's about this time is when I decided I'm going to get something, you know, we talked about it in the, uh, uh, this week in music. Yes. Um, 
I wanted something with single coils that would put a lot of noise into a circuit. That's when I came across that Telecaster, that Squire. Um, so that's the only thing I use to test pedals at the studio now. And, you know, God help me, I lose that guitar. I'll never be able to build a pedal again. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you just by sound what my pedals sound like through that crummy Squire into my Fender Champion amp. Um, it, I, had, I had mentioned a little earlier while I'm kind of thinking about it, about the kind of the unique situation I've got at my studio. Um, I cannot play a live amp at my studio. It is a, an artist's colony. Okay. So I have to play through headphones. Wait, okay. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Go ahead. So I have, a, I have a Fender Champion amp. I just wanted the cheapest, kind of cleanest sounding pedal platform amp I could find because I'm only using it as basically a, a DI type. You that's, know, I've got the true. guitar going into it and then playing straight out through the headphones. So every pedal I build, that's how I test it with... Very few exceptions. Almost nothing comes home to be played unless it's you know something I want to test out on it on a different rig. But right. um, and then I've got some friends in the music world that when I get prototypes to the point that I'm thinking about moving them out into the world, we really put them through the paces and make sure that they're not going to blow things up. So. Right, been there, been there, done that. Right. Now, where did you get the uh, where did you get the um, cranberry? That was that. Where's that from? Well. This uh, this pedal, back when it was a fuzz, I kind of went through a bunch of different names. It was going to be the Franken fuzz at one point. It was going to be the zombie fuzz at one point. And uh, we've got a lot of creative people in the world building pedals, and a lot of names have already been taken. And in fact, the Cranberry Drive is one of those that has already been taken, but I didn't yeah. find it out until we'd already kind of gone down that road. But uh, Well, you know, the Cranberries did have a song called Zombie. No. And well, <laughs> when I started developing this pedal is about when Dolores O'Riordan passed away. So that's kind of where my brain was musically. So um, that's kind of where, I, I guess, if I were to point a finger at where the name came from, that's probably where it did come from. That's cool. Um, so you're a fan of the band. I am. Well, that's uh, that's pretty interesting. So, um, and people can get those over on your site. Or? Yep, yep, they're available rarebuzzer.com. I do have cranberries on Reverb. Um, I am running out from this build, um, so good. Get them now. Right um, on. Uh, let's see here, and then uh, let's talk about some of your other little pedals you got going on. So the other ones I've got for you here, it's kind of two versions of the same circuit, uh, which is the Bluefish. It's a dual channel boost, and the Bluefish is kind of the universe paying me back for the Cranberry. I put eighteen of my eighteen months of my life into that Cranberry drive, and I about gave up. And the Bluefish was right the very first time. Oh, brilliant. I, I, I mocked it up on a breadboard and thought, man, that sounds pretty good. Ordered some circuit boards and built one. I thought, man, that is right on. Awesome. And, and with very minor adjustments to the clipping section, it's pretty much what, what you've got in your hand. Well, what you've got on the table there is yeah. uh, is pretty much right what I built on the breadboard. Um, so the, that's not a common thing, a dual boost. It's it's not. And it's um, I worked with a, a local guitarist, Jason Allwood. Um, he's the lead guitarist and vocalist of the Center Blues Company. And he came to me and said, I'm looking for a boost pedal kind of to be my desert island pedal. 
and we developed it together. Um, he kind of had a sound profile in mind, and I kind of had a sound profile in mind, and that's how we ended up with two boosts in the same box. It's kind of his and mine, and um, they're stackable, so you can kind of play one into the other. Uh, my, I would hope so. They're in the same box. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know, my favorite setting, I'll put both channels on, and then the loud channel, which is the first of the boosts, almost plays like a sustain control. And then your your final volume is set by the the louder channel, the Aha. second the second there. So uh, very versatile. Um, you've got two different versions there. One is uh, the standard, which is the one in the blue box. I know you guys can't see it, but there's one in a blue box and one in a black. I can box. see it's right there. Oh yeah, the other people. Um, so that one, uh, both pedals have three different clipping options. Um, it has a germanium diode clipping, which kind of compresses the sound a bit. And then it's got a no clipping option, which is just the, the pure boost signal. And then to the right is the, I guess we'd call it fuzz or grit setting on the switch. And uh, the blue one has a, a MOSFET style clipping, which almost gets you into fuzz territory. I hate to, I hate to say that that pedal can do that, but uh, you get a lot of grit. Um, very, very uh, sensitive to your, your picking style um, in, in that setting. So does that clipping affect both boosts or just the one? In both cases, you have to have the louder channel on. And unless you've got something in front of it or unless you're using really hot pickups, you're probably not going to get much clipping without the other channel on. I so okay. I, I guess the, the short so answer like to that is, dirty right, right. You got to kind of have both channels on to really get anything out right. of clipping. A boost with a variable dirty boost. Right. Okay. Um, I've seen it used a lot of different ways. I've seen people who use both channels on all the time and they just use it as kind of an always on pedal. Mm-hmm. Pardon me. I know um, Jason, the, the gentleman I designed it with, he uses each channel individually. So he'll leave one kind of as is always on and then kick the other one on when he's doing soloing, um, which is really how it was designed. But I'm not going to tell people how to use their pedals. Um, but uh, the black one, everything is exactly the same as the blue one, with the exception of the dirt position on the switch. Um, that one uses the Nanolog device, the N3. Um, it's a newer technology. Uh, they're made up in Canada. It's a carbon-based clipping section, and it is designed to be a drop-in replacement for two diodes opposite one another, like you'd typically see in a clipping section of a circuit. Um, it's got a much, from a technical standpoint, the, the clipping profile is much smoother. So instead of having sharp edges, you've got very round edges. Mm. Um, sonically, what it does is it's a very, uh, a much softer clip. Um, you can certainly tell it's on when it's on and when it's off, but it's almost like it's not there. Um, it just kind of changes the tone more than I would say it actually clips. Interesting. So, Definitely give that a whirl. Um, so on the, uh, I noticed on the blue one, uh, you've got barefoot buttons on it. I do. Are those standard? They are not. That is something you can uh, you can select uh, for that particular pedal. Um, we've had some folks. Are those know, actual barefoot buttons? They are. Yeah, they are. Um, one of the it, tiny. The, the the way they come. Those are the barefoot buttons minis, which I believe are a little bit newer. Yeah, uh, that is a newer thing. Got. Um, it, really, the only complaint I've gotten out of that pedal is that the it, you know with it being a um, 
that size enclosure and having two stomp switches, they're fairly close together. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, that barefoot button option there just gives you a little bit bigger target to hit at. Yeah, yeah. and if they were the standard barefoot buttons, you'd, it, you'd be covering up the LEDs. and Yeah, and I'd, I'd almost think they'd be touching. Running yeah. into each other. Yeah, they'd be pretty darn These close. are really slick. I, I like these a lot, especially, like you said, for if you've got a dual, uh, like I've got a, a Keeley Caverns, and um, I have two... I actually can only, I'm only putting one button on there because it'll cover up the LED, but it's a clear one. Okay. So the whole thing kind of lights up, which is kind of neat. But it's cool. Yeah, these are really slick. Check out barefoot buttons. Um, we we have those in our Patreon. You get a free barefoot yeah. button if you do an executive producer level, everybody. Woo-hoo. And uh, the, the set that you've got right there, I do have limited quantities available. Um, Listeners can't see, but one of them is branded and the one of them is plain. So, it, yeah. you know, it does have the, the Rare Buzz logo on it that, that kind of matches everything. And those mini ones, they're the same size as the knobs on it. So it kind of looks pretty nice. Now, let me ask you this. You've got a, you've got a, I don't want to, substantial is not really the right word, but I mean, it's about a quarter inch, close to a quarter inch. That'd be an eighth inch. That one, um, the one you've got in your hand no, is one of the, it's actually a very light prototype. Uh, sonically, it is exactly the same as what, what you'd right. get off the shelf right now. But that the wood face for that particular run of prototypes was a little thicker. Um, the one Tony's got over there, which is the very first of the production run, you can see that one's more where we're, more where we're at right now. Yeah. Um, Thin. Right, right. So those are, that's that's a a tenth of an inch and the one you've got like you said it's it's about 0.18 so almost yeah, like, two like tenths a quarter of an, an inch. inch yeah um no <laughs> i'm good with math <laughs> um what i was well my question was uh that set the did that create a problem with the with the actual foot switches because uh your threads no it, well and, and the one you've got that is the absolute thickest of the wood faces that we could uh, that we could use, right. um, and really the foot switch isn't the problem; it's the little toggle switch. You'll notice, yeah, the, the, the black one has a, a little uh, bit there. The, the black one has the washer, and the blue one does not, and that's because I did not have enough room to put the washer in there and then right. still crank yeah, the nut I think down. So you wouldn't even notice if I hadn't pointed it out. Nope. I noticed it right away. <laughs> right away, <Yeah>. I bet. <laughs> so, uh, to answer your question, the uh, the foot switches isn't an issue. Um, for those that have built pedals or familiar with the foot switches, you typically have uh, a nut under the enclosure, a nut on top, and then the washers. Well, yeah, I just don't use the nut Bottom. under the enclosure, okay. um, which gives you an extra, you know almost tenth of an inch to come up through right. there. So really nice components on this. We were, we were talking about this really great bezels on the, uh, on the LEDs. Sorry, I was not off. On, I was off mic. Uh, really good <laughs> bezels on the LEDs. Really cool. I am a fan of the micro switches that, I, I don't know why I really like those. Well, because your foot won't knock them around. That's yeah, and that that's my big yeah. concern yeah. with with the longer throw uh, toggles is that as you're you know you're excited and you're stomping, you might hit something. Yeah. Um, yeah, very cool, man. I well, can't wait you. to play those through our own rigs. That'll be yeah. great. Yeah, I think you guys and will then dig compare them. the differences. Tony and I can do compare that. and concrete. And, and again, when yeah. you're when you're comparing the two versions of the Bluefish, the only difference between them should be the, the right clipping. setting on the switch. The clipping, gotcha. everything else should be the All same. Right, we're going to so. spend a lot of time there. We're going to scrutinize the living bejeebers out of I, this. I hope so. 
Uh, so what what's, what else is cooking with with uh, in the in the pedal world for you? I mean, that's two pedals. You're a relatively new builder. Relatively new builder. I do have um, two other pedals that I have had in production: a one fish and a two fish. Um, and we'll never say all of those pedals in the same breath, right? Ever. I'm guessing. Oh, rojo fish. Can we, I say we, that? <laughs> we we do have a red fish um, that will probably be uh, in. Just being honest, it'll probably be an early 2020 cool. um, type pedal. Uh, but that's going to be a compressor. I think you guys will be one of the first to play one. I love uh, it when you're creating these. How, how are you going about the, uh, the circuits? Is this, is this something you're like, I don't want to look at anything. I just want to build it. I want to run into it myself. Are you drawing inspiration? Um, how is this? Well, get ready to drink. I'm not John Snyder. Ah, <laughs> so, I, and I don't think many of us are. So there, there's a little bit of other circuits in every circuit that I do. Um, I try to get far enough away from them uh, in fact, when I was telling Jordan Clayton about the cranberry, he asked, what's it based on? And I said, well, you know, I can tell you, but it's really, I mean, at this point, it's so far down the road that I don't even know that it's it, sure. it's comparable anymore. Um, but there, usually I start with an idea of what is this going to be? I look at what's out there, what you know, typically the classic circuits, um, mods that have been done on them in the past, and then look at what I want it to do when it's done. Sure. Um, the the bluefish uh, the the loud side is something that I've got a, a fair amount of a hand in. The louder side is basically a, a textbook JFET boost circuit. So I mean, there's nothing real secret in there. It's just sounds really good with the other boost circuit stacked oh. into it. So um, and then you know, looking at upcoming uh, designs. Again, you know, there's a little bit of classic circuits in sure. in a lot of things, um, but I try and put enough of a spin on it that you're not like, ah, oh, geez, another tube screamer clone. Right. Yeah. Well, then there's the sake of doing something for the sake of doing something, and that's not always the right thing either. So right, right. Um, well, that's really exciting, man. I'm glad that you are uh, progressing nicely. Uh, I know that when you had the the the, uh, the cranberry buzz, I think we actually talked about that early early on when you had that the cranberry fuzz. Yeah, and Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe you you were actually like, hey, once I get kind of going a little bit, then you know maybe we can talk. And right. I, I really appreciated that. Right. I mean, it's you know I, I I love what you guys do. I love the show. Thank you. I'm excited to be here, but I didn't want to be here and be like, well, this is the one pedal I build. Sure. And and maybe sometime down the road I'll build something. And else. they're all on recalls. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> but but don't go buy one because. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad that you got it straightened out and you, it sounds like you really doubled down and said, look, I'm going to make these and I'm going to make these really well and I'm going to make them sound fantastic and I'm not going to... You kind of hit like the biggest possible pitfall you could make like right away. And, I, and, and if anybody out there is interested in building pedals, talk with me and I'll tell you exactly what not to do. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I'll, I, and in fact, I've got a couple of blog posts on the website that are along those lines, like yeah. what not to do when you get started. And I mean, I'm by no means a, a seasoned builder, but I've made a lot of mistakes and I don't, I hate to see anybody go through sure. the same things. So. You, you need to do a book and that can sit right next to Wamplers. Yes. Here's yeah. what to do. Here's what not yeah. to do. Yeah. Yeah. Here's how to mod pedals. Yeah. And then here's how to 
screw up your life. And right. <laughs> I found a lot of my mistakes uh, through throughout the years of what I've been doing have been <clears throat> really great lessons. Oh, absolutely. And that's what I look at them as. Sure. So, you know, if, if you do make mistakes down the road, just look at them with the glass half full. You know, I've, sure. got, I've, I've got a bad habit in my life of starting something and never finishing it. So the, oh. particularly the cranberry for me was, you know, I don't want to pat my back, but it would have been very easy to walk away from it and just eat the cost of, you know, the however many enclosures I had left. But I really thought, okay, we're going to do this. Yeah. And if it takes a year or more, we're going to do it. And it took a year or more, but yeah, I've got a pedal. I don't, you know. I don't play it much because we've got some tough feelings between us because of all the pain we went through yeah. together. But uh, when I do build one and I do test it, I'm like, man, I forgot how much I really like the way this sounds. So. Well, it sounds like, you know, with the cranberry, the, the problem was really in your head. In your head. So I, I had to do that. Uh, boo. That was awful. I even booed myself. Uh, don't okay, me. that's that's Don't something me. I would do. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, hey, that was really cool, man. I appreciate you coming down and sharing that and uh, bringing the pedals. I mean, we're thrilled. We didn't we didn't really talk about the pedal that's actually in front of us with the uh, the the cranberry drive, which has a knob that says Todd, a knob that says Tony, and a knob that says Jared. That's right. That's real sweet. I love that. So there are right oh, now four custom cranberries out in the world. Yes, I've seen a couple of the others. There is a Guitar Knobs cranberry, which you have. There is a Cranbear Ahab, which uh -huh. that's the one Jordan Clayton got. Perfect. And then there are two Cranbear A's up right. in Canada. Canada. <laughs> Kevin Schoen has one, and then Kevin LeClerc with Sound Slice Effects Perfect. Has, has the other. So. Now, uh, what did you name the knobs on on the uh, Cranberry Hab? That's an awesome question. It's It's got to be what? It's I know Tart was Tweet. Tart. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, I think Level was Lubber. They were all nautically themed. Oh, perfect. Ah. Um <laughs> and, and then, of course, the Canadian ones are all Canadian. You know, the sauce knob on the Canadian ones is sorry. And I've got, I, I've got it spelled out like sorry. that, too. Sorry. 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 Sorry about that, Canadian. I saw it. Yeah. That's fantastic, man. All right. Super fun. Thank you so much for coming down. Well, happy to be here. Yeah. We're going to head on over to Would You Rather World. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for... Would you rather? Whoa, that was a that one. I, I am honored to have been here for that. Yeah. That's got to be one of the best. It, it really, it might, it might be. That might be the best one you've done yet. I like the, I like the fade, fade out and then back in. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. This week's Would You Rather, you're walking down the street, and then you're going to walk up some stairs with... Your guitar and your amp, it's wintertime and it's icy. That's okay. the worst. And there's worst. no salt. That's the worst. So you're yes. walking no up the salt. stairs, right? <sighs> and you're about to, you, you lose your balance. And in the split oh, no. second that you're going to lose your balance Don't walking up it. the stairs, you have to choose which thing that's going to get damaged. Or or else you can only save one. That you can would only be save the guitar one item or your or amp. The amp. 
So you have to figure out which one now. And these are a lot of stairs. Let's Ooh. let's get specific here on on what you're going to have to deal with in accordance to which one you save. Mm, okay. You walk into the old smoky VFW that you're going to play in. Right. They have an old crappy souvenir Budweiser Strat that was signed by who the heck knows. Right. And the strings on it are are like barbed wire. Is it also a clock? It could have it, a clock. It probably it. has a clock. But it still functions as a guitar. Yeah, okay. It well, does function. it function as a clock? Because that could have a lot to do with my answer. That, that's, that's right. <laughs> okay. Uh, no. No clock. No clock. Darn it. Mm. Or, as far as the amp goes, yeah. you could save the guitar, but you're going to have to plug into the soundboard. Direct to soundboard. Oh. Ooh. And it's a crappy sound. Yeah, and old Charlie is working uh, on that. That's right. Yeah. With beer spilt down the thing and everything, yeah. man. It's awful. Just bad news. Bad okay. news all around. Oof, it's going to suck whatever you do, so you got to choose which suck you want. Okay. Whoa. So you could save your guitar, yep. but you got to play through the direct to the soundboard, or you can save your amp, but you got to play the rusty stringed Barbed wire string, Budweiser, Budweiser souvenir. souvenir guitar, right. yep. hanging on the wall since 1989, and it's the worst Strat copy in the universe. Well, Tony, well, first of all, my my roadies would be carrying my stuff, so <laughs> this is immaterial. But for the sake of argument, I think, hmm, I'm not, and I don't have any other pedals or anything with me, do I? No, no. Come on, man, I'm hungry. You're hungry. Okay. <laughs> I think I'm going to play, I'm going to save my amp and play the rusty stringed yeah. Budweiser Strat copy. Yes. Okay. That's what I'm thinking. All right. Sounds good. I Sounds think, good. I think I, cause you know, a lot of my guitars, I haven't changed strings for several years. Yeah. So I'm used to that. Right Why now. would you? Okay. Why bother? All right. Jared. I'm going to have to go with, uh, I'm just going to take my chances with the crappy Strat nice. and the rusty wow. strings. Rusty. You know, all you got to do is you just work the knobs a bunch and get all the crickles and crackles out of the pots. Crickles and crackles. All right, crickles so you guys crackles. are both ditching your guitars. Yeah. yeah. John? I'm going to agree with the consensus, but for much different reasons. I am an absolutely dreadful guitarist. So for me, whichever thing I save and whichever thing I use from the bar... I'm going to be blaming something for why I'm so bad tonight. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I would rather blame the inanimate object than the sound guy. There you go. I mean, let's let's give some love to the sound guys. So I'd rather be up there for however long it is playing my Strat copy saying, man, this thing is garbage. I can't believe how bad this guitar is. If That's only right. my guitar hadn't gone tumbling down the stairs. Uh -huh. It was terrible. I'd, I'd be John Frusciante up here, but nope, nope. I'm just John Esterly tonight. There you uh, go. Very clever. What about you, I'm, Todd? I'm going to take a similar path. Uh, and, and choose saving the guitar. <laughs> I'm going to save the guitar. And <laughs> so it's I'm going to, I'm going to blame this. I'm going to blame not the sound guy. Cause I know old Charlie with his with his long neck bud's gonna be you know trying to do his best with the board, but I'm gonna say, hey everybody, you give it up to Charlie. He's trying to make this board work as best he can, but whew, this just isn't working out. Even though I've got this awesome guitar, American Made. That's what I'm doing. No, nope. that's what you're doing. <laughs> wow, that's what I'm doing. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna throw Charlie under the bus. I'm no, I'm giving credit to Charlie for the crappy 
DI signal. Ladies and gentlemen, Todd yeah. is a gig and guitarist, so be sure to keep that in mind. If you're running sound for him, he That's will right. throw you under the I'm bus. I'm not. I'm giving him credit. <laughs> I'm giving yeah. him credit. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of a kind, of, under the kind of a backhanded compliment. No, I, I actually take I try to take good care of the sound guys for real, sure. like legit. Yeah, it's true. That's not what they tell me. You can call them up and ask. Them. I've called every them one all. of them. I've called. Oh, them all right. Let's get out of this <laughs> business. Uh, John, where can people find you to get their pedals? Uh, again, you can find me at Rare Buzzer. Uh, on any of the socials, uh, www.rarebuzzer.com. And uh, let's just say whenever this episode airs, for 30 days after that, I'll do 15% off anything you can oh, find. Oh, yeah. yay. All right. All right. So I need one of those things. Yeah. Any yeah. remaining stock 30 days after the episode airs. So just let me know when it airs. Fantastic. We will. We will give we will, you. We will make a big up, to do we'll about big it. It's airing right now, actually. Oh, whoa! Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, this is live. <laughs> Holy mackerel! That's the smartest thing Jared said. All Tony, day. you didn't even tell me I was doing this thing. <laughs> yeah, that's a I big love thing. picked on. <laughs> so everybody, and and how do they? Is uh, just a keyword code word? Yeah, I'll do a, a coupon coupon code. Guitar knobs, all one word, lowercase. Perfect. And uh, yeah, just enter that at checkout. 15%, 15 one percent. Fifteen. One five. One Brilliant. five. One Brilliant. five. Yeah, we're not giving away the farm. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Uh, Tony. Todd, I think you mentioned something about executive producers, didn't you? I did. We need to thank them. Let's thank these people. But before we do that, there's probably a lot of people out there listening that are wondering, what is an executive producer? How do I become one? You go over to patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs and you'll find a couple of different levels that you can participate in. Become a patron of the show, a sponsor, if you will. Mm -hmm. Each level comes with a wonderful array of prizes, including barefoot buttons, uh, stickers, picks. The soon higher up be, you go, the better the stuff, the more the be, stuff. Uh, keychains. And soon to be keychains, t-shirts, you name it. Check it out. Just go there. But when you get to the executive producer level, in addition to all that fun stuff, Jared, what happens? You get to have your name read on the thing. Guess what else, too? We what? got a cranberry petal given us by John. Yes. But guess what? It has our name on the thing. Each our of our names. Each, of, awesome. each, each of the knobs yep. has, has, has a name. Well, that's really cool. And John, we thank you for that. Of course. That's that's a really cool thing. Even and I think it has the guitar knobs logo on it too. That's correct. That's very cool stuff. Tom Barazin, our original patron. Thanks, Tom. Martin Cliff, John Daly, Sean S, Chris Kearney, Darren Gregory, Doug Christ, Michael Van Zant, Brad Partridge, Corey Nigro. Hey, the Carpenter from Boston. Ken Sayers. Jonathan Jerusik. He gave us uh, a nice little letter earlier, if you remember. That's correct. Yes, I do. It was really nice. Nice guy. Uh, Brian Robison. Michael Senchuk. Michael McVeigh. Stefan Lamb. Johnny Knowles. Anthony Lanthrop. John Anglin. Tyler Bray. Tyg Harmon. Chris Heidel. John Esterly. That's me. That's him. Yeah. <laughs> He's sitting right over there. Thank you, John. Thanks, John. <laughs> Tim Nowak and Doug Gann. All right. Thank you. Woo! No, really, we're having fun, but we really do want to thank you and any all of our patrons. We really do appreciate 
what you do for us. It helps keep the show running and help pay for all the incidentals. Yes. Correctamundo. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Jared, where can people find you? Uh, BrandonWoundPickups.com. Uh, take a gander around. If there's anything that you are looking for that you don't see there, just throw me an email. I'd love to build something for you. Cool. What's your, what's your email? Jared, J-A-R-E-D, at BrandonWoundPickups.com. Do you do rewinds? I do them for 30 bucks a, a coil. How fast? A really fast turnaround time, like two or, th- two or three days. That's okay. cool. Awesome. Tony? Just head over to PickGuardian.com. You can see some of the, uh, you know, uh, options that there might be. Sure. Uh, various types. If you need something special, even if you don't need something special, Drop me a it's line. It's going to be special if you make it's, it. Everything is special. If you want to go over to uh, go over to if you want to go over to Instagram, go to the Pick Guardian and the number one. You can see some of the projects we've been talking about here on the podcast. Yep, uh, I try to update that eh, fairly frequently. Mm-hmm. But uh, head over, drop me a line. Let me know what you need. Perfect. I will take good care of you. Awesome. You can throw me a note, uh, Todd at theguitarknobs.com. You can also DM me on instagram we can talk about things all kinds of things send us your notes tell us your would you rathers i I ask for them we like them we love them good we love them Uh, i'll do it good yep he'll do it good everybody uh this has been a little bit of a loose one hopefully you've appreciated it we've had some fun with john here in the studio thank you so much for coming down john thank you yeah it's been a good time all right everybody have a great guitar weekend subscribe yeah yeah do you have any spice you want to throw on that press a button or something on i would want it to make like a missile command explosion you know well that's cross-platform but we can but if you're like jared and you're like then you're not gonna be able we're not gonna be able to hear you okay I have a train thing I want to say. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Whatever you can think of, it's worse than that. So if you're driving a a train and you have to go to the bathroom. There is a bathroom on the nose of the engine. When you look at a train and you're looking at it head on, you Uh are looking at the bathroom. Do you have to hit it through the window? you have to put it out the window and try to hit it? Well, that's it for these knobs. Please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs. Visit our website at theguitarknobs.com for all of our past episodes, four on the floor blog, and other good stuff. You can connect with us on social too at our Facebook page and share your gear and stories on our Facebook group. Also, be sure to check out our Instagram at guitar knobs. Catch you next time.